They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 22 of Soul Food titled Praising Others. In this episode, we're going to cover the importance of speaking of others' virtues, speaking about people's virtues. We'll talk about covering their flaws and finally never having an evil opinion of others. So when it comes to speaking about other people's virtues, it's important to realize that you have a role in being a source of goodness in the world. Each and every one of us has that role and responsibility. And we talked about in previous episodes that the shaitan, the devil, he actually works to put wedges between people's hearts. He actually works to sow discord and to actually disrupt the love and respect that people have towards one another. So your job and my job is to actively work against that to be a source of goodness, and to be one who brings hearts together. And one of the ways that we can do that is by praising other people's virtues. And this doesn't mean that you exaggerate or you flatter others, that you just say things that are over the top or untrue, or you just say nice things to people to flatter them, but actually that you recognize and highlight people's virtues and good qualities. Whatever good you see in them, you recognize that and you highlight it. And Al-Habib Ali bin Hassan Al-Attas, he says, if any news reaches you regarding someone's virtuous action, be sure to speak about it and praise him in what he deserves, even if he's one of your enemies. This is amazing. So one is that you speak about it. So let's say there's someone you're not crazy about, but someone comes to you and says, this person donated, or this person did this particular thing that is a good thing. It's pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You should actually say, MashaAllah, that's a beautiful thing that they did that for Allah. May Allah accept from them. And if someone asks you about them, that you say, you know, I know them to be a generous person. They have good qualities. They once, I heard that they did this particular virtuous thing. So you recognize it and you speak about it, even if it's someone that you don't like, or even if it's someone who is one of your enemies. And then Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Attas, he says, a person's praise of his peers is a sign of the strength of his intellect and perfection in religion. The reason being is because they say it's hard for a person to praise their peers. Why? Because the nafs always feels like their competition. And if you look at it, people will be much more comfortable praising those who have passed. Why? Because they've gone and they're no longer judged by, you know, some of the things related to their human nature, or they're no longer seen as competition by their peers. 
But when a person realizes that Allah blesses whomever he wills, then they recognize the gift of the giver, and they're not veiled by the lowly inclinations of the nafs. And a person whose heart and soul have become beautified and purified sees beauty in all things, even in those who might not recognize goodness in them. If there is something of goodness in a person, once again, that they might not be crazy about, and that's natural, they will still identify and praise the virtuous thing because they recognize that it's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then another thing that you have to keep in mind is when you highlight the good in others, rather than thinking if they have something good, then it means that I'm deficient. If they're better than me at something, it means that I'm worse than they are. Instead of looking at it that way, look at it by saying, when I praise them, and when I recognize the good that they have, and I turn to Allah, identifying those things that are pleasing to Him, then Allah is the one who gives without measure. When you do that and you see the good in other people, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will add more blessings into your good actions and into your good character. So don't have this mentality where everything is limited but rather recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's generosity. That brings us to the next point, covering people's flaws. And this is really important in a world where so many things are out there, so many people are quick to criticize or quick to share bad things about others. The author then says, if you are informed of something foul about a person, then be sure to never speak about it. It is from Allah's characteristics that He manifests what is beautiful and covers what is foul. Generally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He covers people's flaws. So if that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does with His servants and He is their Lord and He is their Creator and they owe it to Him to obey Him and to work against their flaws, yet He still covers them then what about you or I? Should we just go and expose people or speak ill of them? And the Prophet ﷺ teaches us, whoever covers the flaws of another Muslim, Allah covers their flaws. So actually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when we do that for other people. So we should identify and spread and speak about the virtuous things that people do and when something is foul or vile that comes our way, unless someone needs help, unless someone's being harmed, or there's something that you can do to rectify the situation. But if that's not the case, then it's better to actually just let it pass you by and not to let that negative piece of information that's come your way to fester in your heart against that person. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala manifests what is beautiful and covers what is foul. So commit to that in your life as well. Especially in a world where people have lost touch with what is good. And when you do that, when you focus on the good and you try to cover people's mistakes, it actually brings a lot of hope to people's hearts. And it spreads goodness and it allows people to repent and change. I remember a good friend of mine, 
amazing in the way that he would see good in other people. He would be able to identify good qualities where they would be very hard to see. And one of the things that would happen is that people, when they were around him, they would just be more inclined to be better. They realized that because this person sees positive qualities in them, that they were actually able to see their own potential with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you're around someone, or worse yet, if you are someone who always points out people's flaws and exposes people's flaws, then that's actually kicking them while they're down in a lot of cases. And it only makes them less inclined to improve. Right, so be careful about what you share about others and be someone who is a source of goodness and positivity in the world. And this brings us to the final point of never having an evil opinion of people. What does that mean? It means that you don't have negative assumptions about a person. That you don't assume things about them that are evil or negative. And that's different than trusting them. So having a good opinion of someone and trusting them are two different things. Trust has to be earned. You don't just automatically trust someone, but rather they have to prove that they're trustworthy. But assuming something evil about them and it doesn't relate to you in any way and it's just based off an assumption, that's displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Which is why the author says, Beware of having an evil opinion and accusing someone wrongfully. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us this in the Quran. He says, Ya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O believers, avoid making too many assumptions. Indeed, some assumptions are sinful, where you assume something negative about a person, and it's not even true. And then Allah says, once again teaching us even more adab, do not spy nor backbite one another. Would any of you like to eat the flesh of their dead brother? You would despise that. And backbiting is a form of spiritual cannibalism. It's eating the flesh of your dead brother or dead sister by biting into their back and taking from their honor when they're unable to actually defend themselves. And Allah says you would despise that and be conscious of Allah. Surely Allah is the acceptor of repentance, the most merciful. Right? So, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in another verse of the Quran, you harbored evil thoughts and so you became a doomed people about those who had evil thoughts about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or about his servants. So we have to be really careful about negative and evil assumptions about people. And once again, that's different than trust. You know, if someone asks you for something and there's a degree of trust that needs to be involved, you also need to have your due diligence. But if you meet someone or you see someone and your nefs inclines towards assuming something negative about them, 
That's what you have to fight. And that's different than trust. The Prophet ﷺ, he also said, be careful of assumptions, for assumptions are the falsest of speech. That when you assume, that actually is the most inaccurate information. So, and that's why it's important to verify. And one of the pious predecessors also said, as Habib Ali bin Hassan al-Atlas mentions, that the lower nature, the nafs, is in love with having an evil opinion. So that needs to be purified and refined. And the scholars say about this spiritual path and about refining your nafs, they say you can be like a bee, like a bumblebee, or you can be like a fly. A bee is attracted to beautiful flowers. If you look at it, a bee and a fly, they're actually not that different. They're almost the same size, depending on the size of the bee and the size of the fly. They have two wings and they're just a little insect that flies. But the honor of the bee compared to the honor of the fly, it's worlds apart. So they say you can be like a bee or you can be like a fly. The bee is attracted to beautiful things like flowers while the fly is attracted to unclean things. And if you look at the result, the bee produces honey, which is a healing for people and something sweet and beneficial, while the fly isn't really very well respected by most people. So you choose, you can go out and look for beautiful things in others, and when you do that, then you produce goodness and beauty. Or you can be like the fly, who goes out and looks for ugly things. And the fly is going to find ugly things. If you look for goodness, you'll find it. If you look for ugly things, you'll find that too. But the choice is yours, so you should be like the bee. And don't give in to the nafs. And don't give in to the whispers of the devil, but rather focus on good and be someone who produces and brings out the good in others. So that brings us to the call to action especially when you feel inclined to say something negative about a person, pause and breathe and find something positive to say about them instead. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq and we ask Allah that He makes these character traits and these qualities widespread in the ummah of the Prophet and that He beautifies us inwardly and outwardly and makes us beacons of goodness and sources of healing for humanity. وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm, where you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or by email. If you're on iTunes, please also leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.